Okay. Hi everyone, how are we doing this week? So welcome back to my podcast. Um, I'm really excited to get things started and talk about some interesting topics with everyone. Um, today I'm going to be going into some some different things about what impacts our health. So there's so many different things that impact our health. It's honestly insane. And it's quite sad, to be honest, in a negative way. But there's so much and I want to bring awareness to the issues that impact our health. And I want to empower you in knowledge so that you can understand the things that impact your health and so that you can change these things for the better. Or if not, or just knowledge is good as well. Um, so this is probably going to be a few different episodes because there's just so much there's just so much to talk about and don't want to make one extensively long um podcast episode. I wanna I'm gonna split it up. But I'm gonna do kind of not the I was gonna say the most important there, but not the most important. Um some of the main things um just now. So the things that you might already know about probably will. I'm just gonna do a few different topics and I'm gonna I'm gonna say you know how it impacts our health, the issues around it and then I'm gonna kinda of talk about what you can do about it. So I'm not going to just go through all the things that impact our health and then in the next episode tell you what we can do about it. I'm going to just do it right now so you don't have to wait because that's just that's just stupid. <laughs> so, yeah, so I'm just going to I'm just going to go for it. I mean, there's not there's nothing stopping me. So, there's first kind of thing that comes to mind when I think about what impacts health and first thing first is that literally everyone thinks of health in a different way so everyone has a different um, meaning of health the meaning of health is not um, exclusive it's different to everyone it's dependent on everyone's ideas opinions um, cultures emotions it's, it's dependent on you so what you believe health to be is totally right totally valid um, everyone has a different viewpoint but um, in the wider scheme of things I'm talking about health as in um, disease and you know social and mental well-being and um, just general well-being as in um, preventing disease living a long life happy life not even a long life just a healthy long there we go I said it again a healthy life um, however long that may be so the first kind of thing is overeating and we all know that this kind of thing impacts our health um, overeating in itself is can be negative and also in the in the cause of obesity and being overweight so the statistics for overweight and obese in the UK and in everywhere is pretty is pretty crazy and probably more than 60% of the population um is obese and overweight which is a staggering amount of people so you might you know you might wonder like why why is it impacting so many people like why it's genuinely huge there's hardly any any people that are genuinely just healthy so why is it why is it so hard why is it so hard to be healthy in today's day and age um, and it's, it's simply because overeating is such a complicated thing and everyone does it because it's just the way our society is is built to be today um that's so i'm just i'll go for a quick overview of things and then i'll kind of go into what you can do about it um, but the kind of main things for me for overeating is what I believe. Another thing to kind of a disclaimer is that in nutrition and health studies, there's there's a few things that are set. There's a few things that are proven. But because of the nature of studying nutrition and health is in, you know, it it's, can be very immoral to find the proper right answers to things because you can't study people in great detail without it becoming 
some sort of ethical issue. So when proving things about nutrition, it is quite difficult. So there's not much really, if you look at it, that is proven. It's all very like opinion based off of research, but not enough research to prove these things. So just in my opinion, this is what I'm going to be saying from my studies at uni and also all the research and reading I've done around all these different things and also my experience. So everything I say in these podcasts and my blog is all from my own experience and from my own viewpoint. Um, just to say that it's not necessarily all proven, but there's some, <laughs> there's some that is proven. So, um, yeah, I think one of the reasons I think we overeat to such a drastic extent is, um, sugar addiction. And if you've, if you listen to anything that I say or like my blogs or my Instagram or anything, you'll know how I feel about sugar addiction. Um, and that is one of the reasons sugar and kind of fat addiction actually. Um, and I'll go into that a little bit more in a minute, but I think that is one of the main reasons. Um, emotional eating, so comfort eating. Food is a comfort, you know, to deal with issues is a huge one. It's one of the main reasons I think, you know, food, food has become such a complex thing um mixed in with all our emotions and social aspect of our lives that it is it's became so far from its original um function of food for fuel so it's no longer food for fuel it's food for um with your friends with uh, your family it's a food as a way of love it's food as a way of comfort so it's become a really complex ideal um idea sorry that is um is affected by so many different factors so food as comfort is a real real thing and it's really is a huge reason why bc is such a big issue um so obviously the lack of movement or lack of movement lack of physical activity is also another issue when it comes to overeating that's actually my next point i'll just go on to that and lack of physical activity so physical activity and exercise are defined differently just to kind of make that clear exercises kind of like recreational movements so like going to the gym and physical activity is just movement of any kind so that when you're not sitting or lying down and physical activity is the thing we really want to concentrate on especially for those of you that may be inactive or live mostly sedentary which you know just means that you don't do much exercise um so move i want to stress that like there's this huge huge stress on stress there's this huge um like and their uh, pressure on people to be physically active in a way that's so intense like i think in the society today there's such a it's like you have to exercise in the most intense way possible like running the impact like the um pressure on people to run i just don't understand it it's monumental like whenever you think oh i need to get healthier you instantly think i need to run and it just doesn't make any sense to me running is a crazy concept um to me and you know i hate it i absolutely hate running and obviously loads of people like running but i know that a lot of people don't like running probably more people don't like running than people that do like running and i genuinely think there's a psychological reason for that um being that you know thousands and thousands of years ago when you know exercise and health wasn't a thing we just lived um to survive you know you would only run to run away from um like a, something that was trying to kill you like you would you we wouldn't have ran like recreationally then so i think actually psychologically and physically it's not one million percent amazing for your body and especially your mind i think it puts you in a, in a stress state 
and um, it's just one of the exercises to me that I've never enjoyed and I always I enjoy lots of most exercise but that's just the exercise that puts me in such a mental and physical stress state um, which I just don't there's something not right about that and I that's just literally my opinion um, I don't know if there's any science backing that but and that's just what I think just something to think about for that because it's because the the pressure on people to run is immense and I don't want people to do something they physically despise for, because they think they have to because you just don't you don't need to run if you don't like it there's so many different ways to move and that's one thing that like is easy about being healthy is that movement is not um you know really intense high intensity interval training um you don't necessarily need to be working out three hours a day to be fit you just don't you just need to move and you need to move often and it really is as simple as that um so that is one of the another one of the reasons why what impact our health is how sedentary we are and our society and our lifestyles and um, facilitate that so our jobs and um our lives are all um, around being sedentary and that is really problematic for our health and it's just kind of the way human nature has adopted today which is really problematic and it's caused our obesity epidemic one of the reasons anyway another reason another um thing that impacts our health is stress and stress oh my god it's such a huge thing today um everyone is stressed everyone is stressed about everything you know it's stress is a is a big one um and it mainly actually contrary to the, the belief um stress actually activates your immune system so i don't know if you'll, you'll ever notice but if you've gone through like a really stressful time um in your life like you won't get sick in that stressful time you won't like because your body needs to function then because your mind sees it as okay we need to we need to survive here we need to do as much as we possibly can to survive so the immune system is working override to make sure that you don't get ill um so this is the thing stress activates the immune system so you could look at it from that way as it can be used as a an effective tool for some things but the amount of stress we go through that as soon as we rest as soon as we take a break you know the immune system drops off like mad like crazy and we get illnesses and um we break down we get exhausted so and the amount of stress that we have today um, and how little rest we have today is a very problematic relationship and is causing um, crazy amounts of mental health and physical health. Um, stress also impacts the body in a negative way. You've probably heard of cortisol, the stress hormone, and the impacts that has on your weight, your mental health, your immune system. Obviously, it simulates the immune system, but then your immune system can only work so far for so long. Um, it will crash you know in the body there's always everything is always a homeostasis so it's always on a constant that's what your body's trying to do all the time is trying to maintain as everything for your survival so anything where it's working too too much or too little is a problem in the in the body and in your health um so another thing i want to talk about today is lack of hydration um dehydration Another hugely common thing today, you know, probably majority of people dehydrate, dehydrated today, and that is honestly, it's horrific figures for dehydration. We just, if you think about it, this okay, You've, we've all heard this these stats that like seventy percent, sixty seventy percent of us is water, and it's, it's true. 
Um, and that, I think we're all kind of like forget how, how crazy that is. You know, like we are this kind of like being that has like this ocean inside of us. Or like we're like solid beings, but they, we have like majority of water going on inside of us. Like our brain is pretty much um, mostly water. And that's, that's insane. You know, anything that happens in the body requires water. It transports everything. It's, it's so, so important for your health. And if you're not drinking it, you're not getting it. It's not there. You're not going to have, water isn't just magically um, made up out of nowhere. Um, and your body really does suffer without drinking enough water. And I want to get into that as well. Also, another thing I want to talk about is nutritional deficiencies. Another very, very common modern day issue, um, which is really problematic for our health as well. And I'll go into that as well. So I'm going to go into a little bit each kind of category, so overeating, stress, lack of physical activity, dehydration, and nutritional deficiency. And I'm going to just kind of make you aware of the issues and have a little think about what we can do about it, because there's, we definitely can do lots about these things. Um, you're definitely not powerless to these issues. You, you know, it's just about awareness, knowledge, and then change, you know. So we talk about overeating. Overeating is, by me, I know I've already said this, caused by sugar addiction. And I think um, so basically, if I explain it like this, our bodies have an innate response to um, really high caloric foods like fat and sugar. So these foods, our brain sees the like the consumption of fat or sugar as a win, because um, your brain, for some reason, our brains can't comprehend our outward surroundings. So our brains don't understand that you know we like that we have an abundance of food that we're not gonna have a lacking of food anytime soon but then again we don't really know that so it's a survival mechanism there and it's a very important survival mechanism but it hasn't adapted to modern day age so really high amounts of sugar and fat your body kind of sees that as um oh great like I've got all these calories now I don't have to worry about food for a while but our our brains don't understand that the, the the sugar that we're eating and the fat that we're eating is causing our bodies harm, and it's not even providing a reasonable source of energy. So sugar is associated with vitamin C in our brains because our brains don't understand that we've manufactured and refined uh, sugar from the sugar beet, um, and sugar beet in by itself is is a healthy thing. You know, you can consume that. It'll have it has nutrients and micronutrients and uh, vitamin C. But as soon as you refine the sugar from the plants, you lose all the nutri- nutritional properties and it just becomes this highly toxic, highly addictive substance that we put in everything. Okay. But our brains see the sugar that we eat as a vitamin C and this huge calorie and consumption which is beneficial for our health but it's not it's our brains use it that way our bodies don't when we consume refined sugar so like chocolate sweets um processed food stuff like that our bodies basically go into kind of this crazy meltdown mode of um increased insulin and um loads of increased hormones and complications that um, cause weight gain and um, so basically what happens is insulin 
triggers the fat cells to be stored instead of used for fuel. It also causes inflammation. If you don't know inflammation over time can cause diseases like cancer and stroke, heart disease, all those type of um, modern day chronic diseases that we have. And we, you know, we we consume refined sugar um, every day, constantly, all day. And another thing about that as well is that refined sugar gives you this little spark of energy and then all of a sudden it drops. It drops to the floor and you're starving again and low on energy. So you need that, another sugar hit to bring you back up. And this is a destructive cycle that goes on all day, every day for people consuming refined sugar. And even if you think, oh, I don't, I don't eat that much sugar. I don't eat that much chocolate. You know, it's in majority of things that you haven't made yourself. Just read the ingredients on things. You'll be scared to see how much sugar is in things. And, um, Read the ingredients. Don't look at the, um, like you know, the breakdown of protein, carbohydrates, and fat, because that can be a little bit confusing. Just look at the ingredients, and if there's added sugar or glucose or sucrose or, um, corn syrup or like these type of like syrupy fructose, glucose, sucrose type of words, there's added sugar in it. Um. So, yeah, this is what goes on in the brain and the body when you consume refined sugar, and when you consume it on a regular basis every single day, you're in this horrific, destructive cycle of addiction, toxicity, inflammation, um, you know, signaling to the fat cells to gain, keep your um, fat instead of using it for fuel. Um, you know, it's a horrific thing that we just don't need. We don't need to consume it. And um, as soon as you remove refined sugar from your diet and, you know, you can still have fruit, you know, honey, vegetables, maple syrup, um, what other ones have we got? Loads of things agave nectar stuff like that you know you can get the sweet the sweet tasting foods you don't just lose the sweet tasting foods you just lose all the negative health benefits associated with that but if you want to know more about sugar addiction there's i have a a blog post a few different blog posts about it and that you can read the you know and have it in front of you if that helps you and i say sugar and fat addiction as well because you know the um the the fat in the body this has the same type of effect. It's another like high caloric win for the body. And the fat has the same thing. But fat, I don't think, is as problematic for the body as sugar because we need fat. We need saturated fat, unsaturated fat, cholesterol. We need all those things. And it's different from sugar. We don't need refined sugar. We get um, types of sugar from carbohydrate fruit vegetables and we don't need to consume this refined source of it but fat we do need to consume all those things it just depends on the quantities so for fat there is saturated fat which is come comes from things like vegetable oils and processed foods and then we have unsaturated fat also in smaller amounts and kind of nuts and seeds and all the other sources of good fat as well and then we have a um unsaturated fats such as like omega-3s that are in like salmon, avocado, olive oil and things like that. And then we have uh, cholesterol as well, which we need cholesterol, we need saturated fat, but in much lesser quantities than unsaturated fat. So we need, you should eat a, a large amount of unsaturated fat in comparison to saturated fat, but we do need both. And saturated and cholesterol has been demonized when we do actually require it. So these things have a similar effect that causes overeating because it tailors to, like, and the manufacturers know all of this, it tailors to our 
innate responses to food and it makes us hungry it makes us want to consume as much as possible of it so you really need to be mindful about refined sugar its effect on your body how it makes you feel and also fat consumption you know eat genuinely eat as much olive oil fat um olive oil like avocado (laughs) and fatty um vegetables and things like that as you want as long you do have to watch though because olive oil and avocado and stuff like that are very very high in calories but they are absolutely beautiful for your health and you do you should eat those things um but these are these are really big factors of why we're overeating so another reason obviously is food is a comfort i touched on this as well is that um you know we eat to comfort ourselves we eat because as not naturally food when we consume it releases dopamine in the brain um because if we didn't have that then we wouldn't eat you know like it's a survival mechanism we need to feel good eating or we would have no motivation to consume and if we didn't have motivation to consume we would just die so it's a really important thing for your health and you do need to eat and the dopamine response of food is a is a wonderful thing you know when you've eaten a good meal and eaten a nice meal that you've enjoyed it's um, a great thing but we today's day and age there's so much stress there's so much pain and suffering and issues in our life that we turn to food as an easy way to comfort ourselves and control our issues and everyone does it genuinely there's so many people literally everyone that uses food as a comfort food because um of how how much stress we go through and how quick of a solution it is to to problems especially foods such as refined sugar and um toxic fats so these these types of foods these have these causes and then they add to the destructive cycle of refined sugar and fat that I was just talking about and don't help your emotions and don't comfort you really because to comfort yourself you need to feel your emotions understand why you feel this way it should never be using food or external sources to um you know control your internal environment to control your emotions is it just won't work but it is hard a lot of people it is easy to get a quick um solution a quick pick me up from food and that is a huge reason why we're overeating today and what you can do about these things simple well I say simple it's definitely not simple and I would say be very mindful about refined sugar and I I I probably know this already. I don't eat refined sugar. I haven't eaten refined sugar for two two and a bit years, and it has monumentally changed my life. You know, I I was one million percent controlled by sugar. One million percent. You know, if there was something in front of me that was sugar, I literally would not be able to not eat it. Like it would be there. I'd be staring at it the whole time. I would need to consume it at some point. I wouldn't be able to leave without it. You know, and I'm sure like, a lot of people are the same. Um, but then some people feel that way towards um, you know, savoury and fat. You know, the sweet tooth, sweet tooth. Um, savory tooth sort of thing um, so be very mindful about it be mindful about how you consume it how it makes you feel and try and make some small sustainable changes that benefit your consumption of refined sugar and, and toxic fats um, simply because you know it is so problematic for your health really high in um, calories and it's just it's simply food that we don't need so just be really mindful about that if you're interested in kind of refined sugar addiction and trying to cut it out I do have blog posts on those as well um, and food is a comfort I think another reason so stick to kind of three meals a day some snacks don't restrict yourself absolutely not but just ask yourself like are you hungry 
like don't why are you eating if you're not if you're not hungry i did it as well you know like you're just like you know it's there so you'll just eat it but it's just you don't need the food and especially when you you know you have breakfast lunch and dinner all the food you eat is way is better because you're hungry for it you know you're not just consuming all day for the sake of it it's just not needed and you know check in with yourself check in with your emotions feel what's going on for you and try and think about it what is bothering you if not eat it anyway but if there's something that's bothering you and you know that you're just eating because you're bored or because you know you've got an issue try and look at it from a different way try and feel your emotions try and understand what's going on and sit in it um, and try and look at it that way but it is definitely hard and um, you should definitely be careful around these issues you know with eating disorders eating problems and stuff like that is very common as well um, also, nutritional deficiencies is leading to overeating as well. This is interesting, this one, I think. Um, nutritional deficiency actually causes you to be hungry. So you'll find if you are having a diet rich in nutrients, you won't really be that hungry all the time. You'll be hungry before your breakfast, before your lunch, before your dinner. But you're not going to be hungry through the spaces of those because your body isn't craving nutrients. So you're when you're hungry, essentially, I, I think it's a bit different in today's day and age because hunger isn't necessarily straight transferred into, um, you know, nutrition. You need nutrition because it's so mixed up with like things like sugar addiction. But hunger one of the reasons for hunger is um a response by the body to ensure that you're eating nutrients so if you feel that you're hungry all the time like literally non-stop you might be um, nutritionally deficient in some in some ways and that can be a reason for your like obsession obsession no what am I trying to say with um being really hungry all the time so Think about that. Think about your diet. If you could be um, deficient somewhere, I'm going to talk about nutritional deficiencies in a minute anyway, so you can kind of evaluate it there. So next one, lack of physical activity. I'm sorry, I'm trying not to ramble. I just love this stuff. I could talk about it forever. So lack of physical activity. Like I said, exercise is seen as this massive stressful thing, but it's just movement. Literally enjoy the movement you do. That's it. If you like walking, fantastic if you like running fantastic if you like um dancing or like yoga or it doesn't matter as long as you're not sitting down or lying down I'm happy for you you know that's it that's all you need to do is move especially if you hate intense exercise especially if you don't um like exercise really um but I do believe that everyone has exercise that they enjoy that they like to do you just have to find it and there's so many different ways to move so many and you can you can you can do it you can do anything you want just walk just run up the stairs you know just challenge your body move it and you'll you'll be totally fine you'll be you'll be absolutely fine you know if you think about it I always look back to like a thousand like if you think about it from a thousand thousands and thousands of years ago's perspective they never recreationally exercised they didn't they just moved and they moved a lot and that's all that was needed and that is simply it and that genuinely there's not even much to say about physical activity in that way because you just need to move and I think it's a beautifully simple thing and um, you just don't it doesn't need to feel impossible the exercise does not need to feel impossible for it to make you fit and that is a huge thing it, you just don't need to put yourself through the mill to be fit you just don't you just need to move and you need to move every single day and you need to make sure you're moving majority of the day and that's it that's simple as that so I'm going to talk should, should I talk about stress or should I talk about dehydration next let's talk about stress 
So um, stress, again, constant in today's day and age. We're stressed about work. We're stressed about being successful. We're stressed about our family. We're stressed about um, friends. We're stressed about relationships. We're all, you know, it's, it's constant. It's literally constant. It's not even fair today's day and age. It's just not. We, we go through so much shit. It's unbelievable. Um, but, you know, we need to find a way to manage this stress because, you know, it's just adding to the problem. We don't want to be stress we don't want to have these issues we don't want to be unhappy and we just don't need to be we just do not need to be unhappy it's a mindset just choose it choose happiness because honestly life is too short so find a way to manage your find a way to manage your stress so one of the things that's good for me I, I love to do um like some meditation or yoga and things like that can really help you look within um realize things about yourself and just talking to yourself I love that people might think I'm crazy I literally just sit in my car have a good chat with myself I learned so much about I learned so much about me and the things that are bothering me and honestly it's revolutionary I would generally recommend it or other things like that is journaling and stuff like that just some somehow you can get your feelings out of your body physically and mentally because emotions stick in your body and you need to get them out so either write or talk to yourself, talk to someone you love, anything that, that makes you feel that you're getting things out. Exercise can be used as that as well. Um, just find a way that you can manage your stress. Find a way that you can you know, spend some time every day just for you. It doesn't need to be long, 10 minutes, um, just for you to, to check in with how you're feeling. You know, just another thing, just don't do things that make you stressed. Just don't. Like, life is too short. We don't, you don't need to do things that make you unhappy. You just don't. Live life for your happiness. We're only here once. And um, we, like, you know, we really are. We only have one shot at this. And so just do it right. Don't do it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Don't, you know, sl- don't slave at a job you hate. Don't do uni if you hate it. Just live life like the way you want to don't live life for the future live life for the moment that's all you have to do and kind of stress will melt away if you're doing things that that make you happy just that's it that's really it I think people make it so complicated you know life if you're doing what you're passionate about doing what you love money and success will follow but if you're doing what you hate you despise it you don't want to be doing that thing it's going to be a slog life is going to be an absolute slog and you just you don't deserve it you don't need it so look at what makes you happy and just fucking do that. Seriously, that's that's it. That's it to me. Um, okay, dehydration. So we just don't drink enough water. We just really don't. It's so, so bad how little water we drink as a nation, as a global population. Um, it's honestly, our bodies just aren't good at telling us that we need to drink water. It's I don't know why. It doesn't make any biological sense. But another thing, another good thing to look at if you're feeling thirsty, you're dehydrated. So thirsty is a feeling of, to tell you, it's one of the first feelings of dehydration. So you should, when you're drinking water, you shouldn't be thirsty. You should be drinking water constantly all throughout the day and you should never really feel thirsty because that means you're dehydrated. So you don't want to get to that stage. Being thirsty should not be your reason to drink water. So you should be drinking around four litres, three to four litres of water a day. And I mean that, I know it's a lot. But it's not really for it. For, it's just a lot in today's society, in today's day and age. But you can drink that much water. You can. I know you're going to need to talk, go to the toilet all the time, but your body will get used to it. I promise you. And it's so much better. Honestly, your skin looks better. Your body functions better. You're Honestly, one way to accelerate your health right now, drink four litres of water today. 
you've done it. Well done. Tick that off the list because genuinely water is so important for your health. You need it. Just be, please just let that be the one thing you do not skimp on because it's so important. If you give your body enough water to survive, enough water to carry out its functions, you will, you will reap the benefits. I, I promise you. And it's just really simple as that. Just drinking, you know, get a water bottle, fill it up four liters a day, count how many times you filled it up. That's it. Um, and plus it, it stops you from drinking things like energy drinks or, um, like soft drinks and things like that you don't need it water is just is just as good and if you feel you need it then you need to evaluate the addiction there because there is an issue you know water is amazing and we we love water so just drink as much of it as you can so so this is what i mean like health is just genuinely genuinely seen as this huge hugely complex thing but if you know the right way to look at it if you've done enough like like um like you, you can communicate it it's just it's easier than you think it really is like you know um just talking about it here like these huge issues are just e- easily sorted um and you do not need to stress about it just don't don't worry just don't worry just look at it from this this type of perspective you know it's not it's not the end of the world and it really is simpler than you think um just keep listening to my podcast and you'll be sorted <laughs> Um, okay, next one. Nutritional deficiency is another thing that's impacting our health in such a negative way. So there's so many, there's so many vitamins, minerals, nutrients, macronutrients, micronutrients, water, and that we need in our bodies every single day. So there's essential nutrients, there's non-essential nutrients. So that means the non-essential nutrients are ones that are um, created in the body on its own. You don't need to consume it. And there's essential nutrients where you have to consume every single day in specific um, quantities um, for your functions. So vitamins are vitamins and minerals are basically just involved in, in a really complex basic term in your chemical reaction. So everything that goes on in your body is a chemical reaction, um, and you need vitamins and minerals to do that. And that's basically what vitamins and minerals are. They're just um, the functions in your body that, that aren't required to take place. So common nutritional deficiencies are omega three B vitamins, B twelve. Uh, fiber, selenium, iron, vitamin D, calcium, vitamin A, magnesium, um, loads of things, but they're the, they're the most common ones. Um, especially if you're a vegan or vegetarian, um, you need to look out for things like this. And I hate saying that because being vegan or vegetarian does not mean by any means that it's a less sufficient diet. Absolutely not. It's just today's day and age that means we have to supplement things. Um, so, so common, um, is omega-3. So omega-3 is really, really, really important for your health, for inflammation, for your brain function. It's so essential for your health. I cannot stress that enough. And you'll know that, you know, common, um, good sources of omega-3 is, you know, flax seeds, chia seeds, hemp seeds, walnuts, salmon, oily fish. If you don't eat, um, if you don't eat meat and if you do eat meat, um, I would say to recommend taking a DHA supplement. And this, um, probably better with a plant, a plant source of DHA. You might hear like cod lavoir and stuff like that. But a plant vegan source of D- DHA is a fantastic thing to take. It's really, really important for your health because it's such, we need it in such, um, you know, we need it in such demand, omega-3 and, and deficiency in it is, can be really problematic for your health. So you can, I think that supplementation is a good thing to a certain extent, but I do think you should be getting the majority of your nutrients from your diet. 
um, and supplements are just that a supplement to a healthy diet so they should not replace a healthy diet so yeah but you should also you know flaxseed chia seeds hemp seeds nuts salmon things like that in your diet as well um because of course the best form of nutrients is in the foods that they contain it not supplements they are just a supplement um so b vitamins b12 b12 is a huge one especially for vegans but not even so um you know majority of people are deficient in vitamin b12 even if you're eating meat or not because you don't know you might you might know about vitamin b12 you can only find it in um animal sources so plant sources are not don't have vitamin b12 or they're very 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 minute um so if you're especially if you're vegan you need to be taking a vitamin b12 supplement but you're probably deficient anyway in vitamin b12 if you um contain meat any type of diet so vitamin b12 is a good one to supplement definitely um fun fact we actually used to get vitamin b12 off of the soil off of our our, off of our food so we didn't even get it from meat thousands of years ago but obviously we don't eat soil anymore (laughs) off the vegetables because of how and the hygiene of the vegetable you know all that rubbish that's that's occurred today in modern day age fiber is another one fiber is this is mainly due to just a lack of fruit and vegetables fruit and vegetables if honestly you take anything fruit and vegetables eat them Eat them in abundance every day, every meal. Just eat them, please, I beg you. <laughs> Full of antioxidants. Antioxidants fight disease. It's as simple as that. If you're not eating fruit and veg, your body is not fighting the disease. So just eat them, please. Anyway, fibre is um, mainly from fruit and veg, also from starchy carbohydrate, but I would prefer you to get them from um, fruit and vegetables. Um things like quinoa and stuff like that fiber is really really important for your gut health really really important for loads of different functions in the body and you need a lot of it so fruit and vegetables starch carbohydrates eat them you definitely don't need to supplement fiber it's just not necessary just eat some more fruit and veg selenium is another one it's a mineral really important and you can get them in nuts if you're allergic to nuts you can supplement but um you can also you can get it from dark leafy greens and stuff like that as well Honestly, most vitamins and minerals are in dark leafy greens. Ve- <laughs> dark leafy greens. So any type of um, salad leaf that's a very dark colour. So like kale, spinach, rocket, um, loads of things. If it's dark in colour, eat it, please. And have it as much as possible. Um, another thing, iron is dark leafy, dark leafy veg and also meat. If you, can, if you eat meat, um, specifically red meat, also don't eat too much red meat. Just a quick one. Vitamin D, another one really important that you should supplement if you're in Scotland. You need to supplement vitamin D. Um, or if you're in a place that you do, don't get as much sun, please supplement vitamin D because vitamin D is a sunshine vitamin. We get it from the sun. If you're not getting the sun, you're not getting vitamin D. There is in foods, but not not that much. And it's not as available to the body as it is in sun. So supplement vitamin D, please. Um, what else? Calcium, dark leafy veg or milk, animal products you can get from there as well. Really important for your teeth, for your bones, for your muscles. Really important. Vitamin A for your vision, for um, chemical reactions in the body. From vegetables, we've all heard carrots. Um, eating carrots will let you see at night. It's true. I'm, I genuinely, it is true. Eat, eat, eat your carrots, eat the vitamin A. Um, and then magnesium, so dark chocolate, nuts, flax seeds, beans, um, loads of things. You can get it with your dark chocolate. <laughs> so that's easy to get in. 
um, magnesium is really important as well. Um, so I don't think, I think definitely that definitely supplement vitamin B twelve, DHA, so omega three and vitamin D. I think that's really important, and you can get majority of other things from your diet. Um, from your you know you can get majority of your nutrients from your diet um without supplementing but i think it is good to add some supplements just to make sure that you're getting it because um deficiency is way worse than using supplements also on supplements i stress this as well read the ingredients so if it's got sunflower oil sugar some sort of weird ingredients that you don't understand just find a better one there's loads of different ones out there i have a few ones there's ones called together health i think which is a good dha supplement um i have the vitamin d and vitamin b12 like it's like um what is it it's like a oil type serum kind of thing which is a really easy way to take them you can just put it in a little bit of water or just put it on your tongue i put it in water i'm really bad with taking things and um, so if you're like that as well it's a good really good way to do it um yeah so to summarize all of that i know it's a lot of information but i can't, uh, there's so much and i just want to get it out as quick as possible so um yeah overeating be mindful of your sugar and fat consumption and what sources you're getting these from try and feel your emotions more be present with yourself be present with your mind um and don't um turn to external sources to to relieve your stresses to relieve your pain because honestly it's not worth it it makes everything so much worse but i know it's much easier said than done believe me um you know so stress find a way to manage your stress whatever whatever that looks like for you i don't care how stupid it is or how stupid you think it is do it if it makes you feel good take time out for yourself it's so so important you have to stop you have to listen to your body dehydration just drink it just drink the water please drink the water eat the fruit and vegetables you will benefit from it i promise you um nutritional deficiencies supplement if you have to and um eat eat fruit and vegetables eat dark leafy greens eat nuts and seeds if you can um fruit berries oh my god eat your berries they're bloody great and they're so good for you beans as well eat some beans as well (laughs) that was a bit random but it's good as well um so yeah i think that's everything i've got to say today next week i'm going to talk about um a few different things more things that impact our health and i'm going to go into um what you can do about that as well so really hope you enjoyed this episode i had great fun talking about it i always do (laughs) um so yeah thank you so much for watching i really hope it helps you i really hope you can take something from it if you have any questions email me um i'll put it in the description bit or you can message me on instagram um i don't mind um so yeah thank you so much for listening and i will see you next week